from best of San Francisco DDTV, The Pink Chill, and Didi LaFrag. Hey, I've only lived in San Francisco for 30-something years. What do I know about it? San. Liberals? They're sadistic progressives. Francisco. This city is Junkies Incorporated. It's the junkie apocalypse. Damn. This ain't your phony soy boy San Francisco. This is the San Francisco Dam Zone. San Francisco Dam is a solo psychodramatic performance art storytelling podcasting platform. Hey everybody, it's Saturday, May 21st, 2022. Happy birthday to everybody who is celebrating their birthday today. I hope you have a beautiful birthday. Welcome new listeners. Thank you so much for being here. Regular listeners, I love you guys. It's totally beautiful. I'm recording in the early afternoon. It's bright, sunny. Right now it's 65 degrees Fahrenheit. We still have a very strong wind. It's coming from the west at 17 miles an hour. Where do I start for today? If you are new here, just go ahead and look at the show list. Over 800 shows. This is unmatched. Go ahead and please scroll the show list. People wonder about me living here. Relatives, friends, I'm out here since the 80s. A lot of people are frank about it. A lot of black people are like, how can you live around all those white folks? Or they say, wow, there's no black people out there. I've had relatives come out here and they'd say, where are the black people besides on the sidewalk? You know, the bums and the junkies. Because I don't go way out. There's kind of like a black neighborhood way across in the Hunter's Point. I'll be frank about this. I don't go to the Hunter's Point much because I've known black people that got beat up over there. A friend of mine got beat up going over there on the bus. He got beat up with a baseball bat. I know black people that get their cars broken into. When you have a black district, then the black on black crime is skyrocketing. And I don't do any kind of like social justice I'm going to do this neighborhood a favor and go over there. I'm not going to go out of my way to be victimized. I have extreme self-preservation. I like an easier life. I'm not one of those soul sisters that's like, I'm going to the hood to keep it down, to keep it real. Not me. So I haven't been over there much since I've been living here. Frankly, I have not. I, I'm impervious to guilt trips. Try somebody else with the black guilt. It doesn't work with me. So, To get back to the question that I get asked a lot, how do I deal with living here, especially with my late great arts partner, co-producer, best friend, mentor, husband, deceased, cremated in a box. I have a strong reciprocal code. I actually uh, am ruthlessly reciprocal. Yeah, I'm ruthlessly reciprocal. Now again, if you are new, I am not a strong black woman. I am not politically correct. I'm completely nonconformist, etc. My reciprocal code is the same across the board. That's that's how I, I live in San Francisco. I don't do anybody favors. Like a little Asian woman, you're going to get treated like the gay black man. White man, you're going to get treated like the Pakistani Lyft driver. I treat everybody the same. I'm friendly. I'm outgoing. I have that Midwestern thing going on. We're polite people, but I don't kiss anybody's butt. And I don't subjugate myself for anybody. I've been out uh, socializing with millionaires. I've met billionaires. And I don't kiss anybody's butt. Granted, I can gush a little. I own that. <laughs> I'm the queen of gushing. I, I, I own it. I like doing that. I'm not going to get rid of that part of me that likes to gush. I like to do it people, places, and things I like. I don't go overboard. I'm not a bud kisser. My reciprocal code is all across the board. Friendship, support. When you are a black woman, and I like to do 
things from my POV. In fact, this whole show is my POV. So many people say they want to be on the show. They don't listen to the show, haha. Or they don't listen much. And I, I had a lot of people come to me and they say, oh yeah, I want to be on your show. Want to be on your show. Want to be on your show. Well, I'm ruthlessly reciprocal. Why would I hype somebody who doesn't hype me? Or doesn't even show that they listen to the show. But anyway, I would never have anybody at San Francisco Dam. Because this is a platform that lets everybody know what life is like from the perspective of a biologically born, genetic, sexist woman. It's Bohemian Liberty, middle-aged black woman. I don't uh, get along with fakes and phonies very well. I'm pretty intolerant. And I have to say, inside, I feel like I'm biracial. This is sexist, womanist, bohemian excellence. It's the San Francisco Dam Zone with Dee Dee LaFrac. When you look at me, I am unambiguously black. I look like I'm black mixed with black. Like my both my parents are black and their parents were black. But no, seriously, I look like a black woman. But inside, I feel biracial. I feel I feel part of me is white. Now I'm gonna let me explain this to you. I spent over 30 years living with Richard. We lived in different residences around San Francisco. 30 years. When you are a black woman living with a white man in this USA, you learn what the deal is. It's like having a superpower. I'm serious. The things I learned living with Richard, the things I saw, the things I experienced went to show me that people lie about race. They say there's no racism. People lie about privilege. Everybody has privilege, different levels of privileges. I learned a lot about confidence. I learned a lot about playing things down. And I learned about having that reciprocal code. Richard was a great mentor about life and he was ruthless. He was ruthlessly reciprocal. He would crack me up. Somebody would call and ask him for a favor. And he'd say, first he'd say, what can I do for you? Da, da, da. Richard, would you do this? And he's like, hey, listen, I did this for you. I did that for you. And what did you do for me in return? He was very New York. What did you do for me in return? He's like, no, I can't help you right now. I'd love to. He'd say, I'd love to, but I can't. I got that from him. I have a lot of his ways. That's why I say, inside I feel biracial. And I think it's good that we associate with people of different races. I know I'm getting all over the point here. The point of the show, when people ask me, how do I deal with living in San Francisco, a city that doesn't have a lot of black people? I take people on a person-to-person -person basis. I take people on a person-to-person -person basis. I am not race loyal. I am loyal to the good people, regardless of their race. And I surprise a lot of people. You know, there is a black woman's divest movement. If you guys didn't know about it, you're going to hear about it. And some people are going to think they're going to rip it off because whatever black women do, it gets ripped off. You cannot rip off the black woman's divestment movement because we're socialized in a worse way than anybody in America. Nobody else is socialized like the black American woman. We're supposed to help everybody, help uh, non-reciprocal black men. We're supposed to sit in the corner and be obese single mothers. We're supposed to be community women. We're supposed to support the church. We're supposed to support misogynist rappers. Uh, we're supposed to be uh, sex bombs. We're supposed to let our cousins uh, get weed money. We're supposed to let our brother drive our car. We're supposed to take care of everybody. Black American culture, in my humble opinion, it, the gender role reversal is complete, completely nonconformist. And since I was socialized that way, I got into therapy at 19 because I was being bullied by this conformist culture. And they were trying to bend and break me. They would ask me, when are you going to have a baby? I'm like, what do you mean? I just got divorced. I married young, divorced young. You don't need a, you don't need a man to have a baby. 
If you guys could see my face right now, I don't need a man to, can you imagine telling a young black girl that? Can you imagine having a culture that tells you, you don't need a man to have a baby and you wonder why I have this ruthlessly reciprocal code? Now I disappoint a lot of black people because I'm not their mammy and their uh, emotional wet nurse. I disappoint a lot of white people. They see that I'm not their inferior and they're not going to be able to subjugate me. I disappoint some Asian people who think I'm going to be one of those loud black women to get mad, Hispanic people, etc., etc. And the people that are cool across the board, I am in simpatico with them and I support them. I know this has been all over the place. Things are happening, folks. Things are happening. I'd love to tell you what's going on. I appreciate you listening. You know, I come to you every day. I love you. I'm Dee Dee Dam. I trust my vibe. San Francisco Dam. Yay! That's today's episode of the San Francisco Dam Podcast with sexist womanist bohemian Didi LaFrac. Remember to join us tomorrow for another episode. This podcast is brought to you by our sponsors. Head over to SanFranciscoDam.com for more sponsorship information. Thank you for subscribing and listening. San Francisco Dam Daily Truth Bombs. No Namby Pamby permission necessary.